Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David Thomas here and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thank you again for uh, listening and giving up your time today. And also a huge thank you for all your support, your feedback, your comments and your questions. Because without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. You know, this is all about helping and giving as much knowledge and experience as possible out to the marketplace to help you negotiate the market. So without your feedback, your comments and your questions we wouldn't have the content. So thanks again for everybody that's reached out, for everybody that's shared their experiences and given their questions. Um, We really do hope that we can continue to keep helping and and giving all the answers that you need. So a big, big thank you from me. Can't thank you enough. And hopefully today's episode will just give some of you that are going through the buying and selling process a bit of an insight as to the changes that are Um, being thought about and planned in the background. Now, you may have seen over the last few weeks in mainstream media that the government are actively looking at how they can improve the buying and selling process. Now, they're doing this through the Ministry of Housing, Communities and Local Government, and for the last 11 months, they've been really researching the marketplace, how people are negotiating buying and selling, um, the duration, the whole process, the ins and outs. And they've been doing that through a working group called the Home Buying and Selling Group. And it's chaired by a research firm, but it includes a huge range of everybody that's involved in the process from solicitors, estate agents and consumers to understand what changes are required and how best they can be implemented. Now, what's been really interesting is, um, I mean, I was at a conference in London, the Guild of Property Professionals, And we had a guest speaker there from the Ministry of Housing. And they were really insightful on the fact that they are engaging with the whole of the industry in every sector. And some of the data and statistics that are coming out of that research so far has been been quite an eye-opener. And it's also sort of highlighting the areas they need to focus on. So what I thought I'd do today is share some of that data that's coming out and also what they're thinking is going to be the likely changes they will at least test and maybe bring in in the future. So the first thing is when it comes to the the statistics is that timings now for buying and selling is around 12 to 14 weeks from offer to completion. That's quite a considerable amount of time and that's just the average. So obviously sometimes it can be quicker, sometimes it can be a lot longer, but that's about the average 12 to 14 weeks offer to completion. Leasehold adds at least a week in, if not more. And that's because you've got that complexity of asking a managing agent to supply a management pack, which varies considerably depending on who the managing agent is. So that is really honing in their focus on can they improve and standardise that element of the process. The next statistic that was really interesting was the failed transaction rates, and that's currently sitting at 25 to 33% of all transactions fall through, which is alarming, really. And the, the, the more alarming element of that is the cost. 
And that's coming in at 270 million a year to the consumer in failed transaction costs. So that's your legals, your surveys, all the things you you crack on and do when you're in the process that are just being wasted. So they, they are really honing in on that and trying to bring that percentage down in this process. The other thing is inexperience. They've now looked at the data from speaking to consumers and actually people now move every 19 years as opposed to the old thought process of it was seven to nine years that most people would move. So we're becoming a less transient um, home owner demographic. I think the rental market obviously is is more suitable for people that want to move more frequently, whether it's because of their career or their lifestyle. But the actual homeowner market now is becoming much more static and yet they're now moving every 19 years on average. So most people will only move one or two more times after their first move. So they are really looking into that and how that is impacting almost the inexperience of the home buyer when they come back to the market 19 years later. The other aspect that they've um, found through the statistics is technology and how there's been rapid changes in how technology has enhanced the way you find a new home. So obviously you can search now on apps, you can, you know, you can even find property on social media. So there's a there's a, a huge um, improvement on how technology has helped you to do the initial part of the process and find your property. But it, there's been limited progress elsewhere in the process. So from the minute you start negotiating and offering and then going through the buying process, technology hasn't impacted as much as they believe it should have. So, and it's true, you, you think about how much technology could have enhanced it and sped it up. And we'll see some of that coming out now later in the podcast. But the big statistic, the overall statistic, is that 1 million homes on average are bought and sold each year. And that kind of stays consistent as an average that they found. So the challenges for the government are, A, the market isn't broken in their eyes. Um, A million homes are still bought and sold each year, so they don't feel that there's a need for an immediate fix. There's not something that will have a dramatic impact and completely change that. So they, they are cautious of taking their time and looking at the best way to improve it. Um, There's a lack of consumer experience, which they've identified. They've identified it's an emotional purchase, especially once people have found their dream home. So a lot of emotions and stress become involved in the process. So they're looking at how they can potentially um, make it easier for people. Um, They also found that there is a need for chains because obviously not everybody can just simply buy and sell between two parties. There are quite often a chain of um, purchases and sales. So they need to look at how that will be impacted by any changes. And the big thing for them is the lack of digitization. So, and that goes right the way back to the land registry and also local authority searches, is that a lot of it is still very old manual kind of processes and can take weeks and weeks in order to get that information. So when they're looking at the solutions to all this, um, they've really sort of focused in on a few um, data and statistics that they've found through speaking to consumers that have actually been through the buying and selling process. And one of the big things that came out of it was that 70% of buyers and 66% of sellers were worried that the sale would not make it to completion after they'd accepted an offer. 
Now, that's quite a high percentage of worry and stress that even though they'd found the deal, they'd negotiated, they'd agreed it, there's a large percentage on both sides of the negotiation that are worried that it's not going to happen. And what they are really focusing in on is why is that and how can we reduce that? Now, when they've been looking at that, they also asked and and looked at an option and 50% of buyers and 70% of sellers would have been prepared to enter into a legal commitment after offer. So what they're honing in on now is a form of reservation or binding agreement to be tested because if they can reduce that worry, they can reduce that stress that people are having, that high percentage of people that fear the other one is going to pull out um, and they've asked and people are willing to to sign a legal commitment, they're now looking at could they create some form of reservation or binding agreement. So once the the sort of basics of it that they outlined is that once you've agreed an offer, both parties put an element of um, money in on the agreement. So whether it's a fixed amount of, say, a £1,000 reservation fee, the seller would put a £1,000 in, so it all goes into solicitor's accounts, and they both sign a legally binding committed agreement that that's the terms of the deal and that if either party pull out, the other gets that money, that total money, in order to cover costs and all that sort of thing. So it kind of acts as a what they say is it's a, everybody's got skin in the game. Everybody's put some money in. There's a financial commitment from both parties, so it's less likely that people are going to back out or um, you know not be serious about the process. So this is something that because of that data, they are really quite strong on. And actually, as a as an industry wide, it's been received quite well. That that would cut down a lot of. Um, time wasting, it would cut down people maybe not taking the process as seriously and understanding that people are spending money and investing their their money and time into it. So by having that commitment and having that agreement, um, they feel it could have a big impact. So they've just recently announced in the last couple of weeks that they are going to field trial this um, in, in a certain area with some estate agents and solicitors and just see what the data brings back. So I think that's going to be quite a positive thing. I think it's um, obviously they've still got to work out what the commitment's going to be, whether it's going to be a fixed amount of money, whether it's a percentage of the purchase price. These are all the things that they will test. But it sounds like a good idea. And um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So if you've recently been through the buying or selling process, uh, maybe you've had a negative experience where it's fallen through or something's happened. Do you think having a reservation binding agreement where there was some financial commitment from both sides, would it have helped? Um, and do you do you just generally think it's a good idea? So I'd love to hear your feedback, especially um, bringing into account any recent experience you've had of the process. And yeah, let's get the conversation started about it. So you can clearly see that the government are thinking about the best possible way to speed things up, to make it more secure for everybody, and to ultimately, I think, bring technology into it as well, just to make things a lot simpler, um, educate people a bit more, and just make the whole process a lot easier for everybody. So it was really, 
it's been an insightful few weeks kind of understanding the data behind it, where they're thinking and that they're not doing anything too dramatic and they are listening to everybody out there. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear your experiences through this process because all of this information um, is great to share with the government body that are that are dealing with this and the potential changes they're looking at I think are quite positive so I just thought I'd share all of this and um, love to hear your experiences so thank you for listening and please do contact us with your questions for future episodes remember you can reach us on our website asktheestateagent.co.uk or you can reach out to us on social media we're on Facebook Instagram Twitter um, where you can message us tweet us and send us the subjects and questions you'd like answering. So hope this has been insightful, helpful, and um, it looks like there's good changes ahead for everybody involved in buying and selling. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast. podcast.